We're on location on Mount Zion in the traditional spot of the upper room, the place where Yeshua, where Jesus celebrated that final Passover Seder with his disciples some 2,000 years ago. We're gonna be taking you through the last day on earth of Yeshua as he celebrated the Passover Seder, as he prayed with his disciples on the Garden of Gethsemane and was eventually led as the Passover lamb to the slaughter to lay down his life for you and I. So we'll be traveling through Jerusalem, taking you through the very steps of Yeshua in those last hours on earth. I'm standing on Mount Zion in Jerusalem in the traditional upper room. We're talking about the place where Yeshua, where Jesus celebrated that final Seder with his disciples, the Last Supper, which was actually a Passover meal with his disciples, the traditional Passover Seder meal as he prepared himself to be led as the Passover lamb to the slaughter. Now, I want to uh, talk to you about the meaning of Passover. I'm gonna look with you at the uh, meaning of Passover when it was instituted back in the time of Egypt. It's really the watershed event in Jewish history, in world history for that matter, other than the death of Yeshua at Calvary. The exodus out of Egypt is the watershed event. It's when God delivered the children of Israel with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm over 3,500 years ago. So we're gonna go back in history. We're gonna look at the actual Passover, the institution of the Passover, and then we're gonna be looking at that final Last Supper that Yeshua celebrated with his disciples and understand it in the context of a traditional Seder meal at the time of Yeshua. I'm gonna be talking about the elements, both the elements that were at the Seder in Yeshua's time, what they looked like, and then we're gonna also be introducing what came later in history because things have been added to the Passover Seder, the, the, the current or modern Passover Seder, and they have meaning as well. So we'll talk about those elements, and then I'm going to actually conduct a Passover Seder here in the upper room on Mount Zion and show you how you can actually conduct a Passover Seder meal in your own home. It's, it's really, really easy, and I'm gonna take you through the Seder meal and teach you how to do it. What a great tool this is uh, in reaching out to Jewish friends and family and neighbors, but it's also just great to celebrate the Passover and understand that, you, that Jesus is our Passover lamb. It'll make your, your whole walk come alive because the roots of your faith are Jewish. The new covenant is built upon the foundation of the Torah and the prophets. Jesus came to fulfill that which was written uh, in the Torah and the prophets in the Old Testament, and we're told that the things that took place in the history of Israel are, are foreshadows of that which would come. And there's no greater example of this than the Passover, where Yeshua is the Passover lamb that is sacrificed for us. So let's get right into it. And I want to open the scripture with you and talk about the institution of the Passover. Now, first of all, the Passover was a 
a commanded observance in Torah for the children of Israel as part of a cycle of celebration, as part of a cycle of feasts. And in Leviticus chapter 23, we're given this cycle, and we're, it begins with the Passover and unleavened bread. In Leviticus 23, look at verse 4 with me. It says, these are the Lord's appointed feasts, the sacred assemblies you are to proclaim at their appointed times. The Lord's Passover begins at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. Now, let me stop there. This was the first month of the year. This was the biblical month of Abib or Nisan, same thing, Abib or Nisan. So if you read literature about Abib or Nisan, they're the same month, but this was the first month. This is the biblical Jewish calendar. Now, the civil calendar is different. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details, but it was changed later by the rabbis to begin with the seventh month. But the Passover was the very first instituted celebration of the year that took place in the first of the month in the uh, biblical calendar of Abib or Nisan. So let's go on from there. On the 15th day of the month, verse 6, the Lord's Feast of Unleavened Bread begins for seven days you must eat bread made without yeast. On the first day hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work for seven days present an offering made to the Lord by fire, and on the seventh day hold a sacred assembly. Now I want to draw your attention again to verse 7 specifically, which says the first day you are to hold a sacred assembly and do no work. This is where we remember the exodus out of Egypt, and this is what Yeshua was celebrating with his disciples. When we, when we use the terminology, the Lord's Supper, or the Last Supper, it can be disconnected from the Hebraic or Jewish roots, and, and that's a big mistake. This was a traditional Passover Seder meal and direct fulfillment of the scriptures. So every detail of that traditional Passover Seder means something. It means something for us in Messiah because these were foreshadows of that which was to come in the sacrifice of the Messiah and the institution of the New Testament or the New Covenant. There is so much more ahead on location here in Jerusalem. Don't miss it. Today we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help the impoverished Jewish community there. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of men, women, and children. The only question is, how many can we help? The answer depends wholly upon you and friends like you who have a heart for the Jewish people. Your gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. Will you help today? By providing this practical, life-changing help, the door is then open for us to let them know why we come to help. We can tell them that Yeshua is indeed their true Messiah and that He loves them and so do we. As you respond right now with a gift of love of $40 or more, we will rush you this Messianic Passover Seder two DVD set as an expression of our thanks. On the first DVD, Jonathan Burness leads you through all of the elements and traditions of the Jewish Seder meal. On the second DVD, he's joined by family and friends for a Passover Seder meal, and he shows you how you can celebrate your very own Seder in your own home. 
Also included is a Messianic Haggadah, which is your complete Passover guide. It walks you through every element of the Seder meal and the symbolism behind it. And a book by Jonathan Burness called Pesach, which is the Hebrew word for Passover. This book explains the significance of the ancient traditions associated with this wonderful Jewish celebration, while also explaining how Yeshua, Jesus, is the fulfillment of Passover. Also, if you're able to send a gift of $150 or more to help meet this urgent need, we'll send you this Messianic Passover Seder kit. This kit, which will help you celebrate this ancient biblical tradition in your own home, includes the Messianic Passover 2 DVD set, the Haggadah, the Seder plate, a Kiddush cup, two candle holders, and a matzah cover. Please call, click, or write now. And please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people. And you will also receive these Passover ministry resources that will not only bless you, they'll be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love. Let's shift now to the New Testament and to the actual observance of the Seder meal that Yeshua celebrated with his disciples in that final day of his life some 2,000 years ago. And this may be the very room or just above the very room. It's certainly the area we know Yeshua celebrated with his disciples. We're on Mount Zion here in Jerusalem. And we know whether it's this room or somewhere in this vicinity that Yeshua came to celebrate that final Passover meal. And in doing so, he was bringing a, a new revelation. He was bringing new meaning to this Passover story. So remember that the Passover that was instituted about 1,500 years before is observed every year by the children of Israel. That means every year they're bringing their lamb to the temple. It's being slaughtered. They're eating the lamb. They're eating the bitter herbs. They're eating the matzah, the bread made without yeast. They're drinking the wine. And this was the traditional celebration, and they were remembering. They were telling their children the story of the great exodus out of Egypt. But now Yeshua is with his disciples, and he's bringing new meaning to this story. And unless you connect it with the Passover story of exodus, you miss so much. And I'll show you what I'm talking about Three of the four Gospels talk specifically about the Seder meal. John takes a little bit different approach and reveals Yeshua teaching quite a bit during the Seder. But the first three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, go into specific details of the actual Seder meal. And I'm going to choose to look at Mark. It begins in chapter 14, verse 13, where Yeshua sends two of his disciples to prepare the Seder, and he tells them to go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you, follow him, and say to the owner of the house he enters, the teacher asks, where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room furnished and ready, make preparations for us there. The disciples left and went into the city. Of course, it's talking about uh, Jerusalem. He was uh, dwelling in Bethany and they uh, up on the Mount of Olives, and he, they came into Jerusalem and followed Yeshua's command. They were led to this area. Now, verse 17 says, When evening came, Yeshua arrived with the twelve, 
And it says, while they were reclining at the table eating, he said, I tell you the truth, one of you will betray me who is eating with me. Now, here's the first thing that we miss if we don't make the connection to the traditional Passover Seder. They were reclining at the table. Why were they reclining? They were reclining because part of the tradition of the Passover Seder for the 1,500 years, year after year that had been celebrated before, was that because God redeemed them out of Egypt, they were now free men. And free men have the luxury of reclining. They're no longer slaves. And that was part of the tradition of the Passover Seder. So this is a, an authentic, traditional Passover Seder, and that's why they were reclining at the table, because it's a picture of freedom. They're free men now that they have been redeemed out of Egypt. Verse 22 then tells us that while they were eating, Yeshua took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, take, eat, this is my body. Now, this also is very, very significant, because we have matzah, and this is probably much closer to the period of what matzah looked like. We have the square matzah, but it probably looks something like this. And the reason that it was without yeast is because it didn't have time to rise. So it was a memorial of the exodus out of Egypt in haste. The bread never had time to rise. But Yeshua is now giving new meaning to the matzah by saying, now this is my body which is broken for you. It's, it's without a yeast. Yeast is symbolic of, of sin. And Yeshua is saying, my sinless body is now going to be broken for you. And he's redefining the matzah, the meaning of the matzah from Exodus out of Egypt to the redemption that he would bring in his sacrifice, in his crucifixion, something they were yet to understand. They didn't have a clear picture of this yet. And even when it happened, they were confused, they were shocked and they didn't understand it till much later. So you miss this if you don't understand that this is a traditional Passover Seder, that the matzah represented something that's now being given new meaning. So this is his body. Then he took the cup, the cup of, of wine, gave thanks and offered it to them, and they all drank. And he says this, this is the, my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. And he said to them, I tell you the truth, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. Now, again, very, very significant and something that you miss if you don't understand the traditional Seder because part of the traditional Seder is the drinking of wine or consuming various glasses of wine during the meal, each one having significant meaning. I believe that in the time of Yeshua, there were three cups of wine, and it was the third cup that he gave new meaning to. This was a specific cup. It was the cup of redemption. And while it meant up to this time the redemption out of Egypt and celebrating that redemption that led them then into the promised land eventually as a people, this is now being redefined as the blood that he's going to shed to institute a new covenant, a new agreement, and this now becomes the cup of redemption in his blood through the new covenant. The redemption not out of Egypt, but the redemption out of sin into eternal life. So you miss all this unless you connect the Last Supper with the traditional Passover Seder of old. 
and then it just comes alive. Now, one other point. Mark doesn't mention this, but Matthew does. Matthew says something else that I want to mention that I think is really, really interesting, and again, points to this being a traditional Passover Seder. Of course, he tells his disciples to their shock that one will betray him, and in Matthew chapter 26, verse 23, Yeshua says, the one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. Now, that's something else that makes no sense until you understand the traditional Passover meal. What does that mean, the one who dips his hand in the bowl? It's not talking about the washing of hands. It, it's talking about a very specific observance during the Passover meal. We have three elements, as we talked about, that are eaten. We have lamb, we have bitter herbs, and we have matzah, unleavened bread. And what Yeshua was saying, that the one who follows the tradition with me and dips the matzah into the bitter herbs with me. You see the connection, the bitter herbs. It's going to be Judas who eats the bitter herbs with him and actually brings the bitterness of betrayal into this whole story. You miss it completely unless you understand the traditional Passover Seder. So again, this was not the Last Supper. This was not some Christian institution that Yeshua was creating with his Christian disciples. This was an authentic Passover Seder celebrated by Jews who had found the Redeemer of Israel just as they had done for 1,500 years. But now Yeshua is bringing new meaning, great meaning, great revelation to the elements of the Passover. It's no longer the exodus out of Egypt, but it's now the exodus out of sin into the eternal life and the abundant life that he would bring through his blood and through his broken body. Today we are just weeks away from our next medical clinic in Ethiopia to help the impoverished Jewish community there. Our volunteer medical professionals will provide medical care, dental care, and eye care, all free of charge to thousands of men, women, and children. The only question is, how many can we help? The answer depends wholly upon you and friends like you who have a heart for the Jewish people. Your gift, large or small, will make a difference in someone's life. Will you help today? By providing this practical, life-changing help. The door is then open for us to let them know why we come to help. We can tell them that Yeshua is indeed their true Messiah and that he loves them and so do we. As you respond right now with a gift of love of $40 or more, we will rush you this Messianic Passover Seder two DVD set as an expression of our thanks. On the first DVD, Jonathan Burness leads you through all of the elements and traditions of the Jewish Seder meal. On the second DVD, he's joined by family and friends for a Passover Seder meal, and he shows you how you can celebrate your very own Seder in your own home. Also included is a Messianic Haggadah, which is your complete Passover guide. It walks you through every element of the Seder meal and the symbolism behind it, and a book by Jonathan Burness called Pesach, which is the Hebrew word for Passover. This book explains the significance of the ancient traditions associated with this wonderful Jewish celebration, while also explaining how Yeshua 
Jesus is the fulfillment of Passover. Also, if you're able to send a gift of $150 or more to help meet this urgent need, we'll send you this Messianic Passover Seder kit. This kit, which will help you celebrate this ancient biblical tradition in your own home, includes the Messianic Passover 2 DVD set, the Haggadah, the Seder plate, a Kiddush cup, two candle holders, and a matzah cover. Please call, click, or write now, and please be as generous as possible. When you respond, you'll be providing life-saving medical help to very needy Jewish people. And you will also receive these Passover ministry resources that will not only bless you, they'll be a constant reminder of your partnership with us to demonstrate His love. There are Jewish people in remote places of the world that long to come here to Jerusalem and live in Jerusalem, and uh, they're not able to come. One of the communities, the Jewish communities, that we help throughout the year are the Beta Israel and the Beta Avraham. These are Jewish communities that remain in Ethiopia, longing to come here to Israel. Recently, we conducted a medical clinic to provide free dental care, eye care, medical care, to keep these people alive until they're able to realize their dream to come to Israel. It was an amazing outreach, and we put together uh, some video clips to show you of this amazing outreach. So take a look at our recent outreach in Ethiopia. When you look outside of the clinic at the masses of humanity, thousands of people waiting to get in, it truly is about helping a multitude. But for our volunteers, it's that one life that uh, was transformed that touched their heart. This is the life of Wakaya Getty. Today, she's making the difficult journey over the hilly and dusty roads of Kandar, dodging cars, goat herds, and crowds of people, a hike that will take her an hour and a half on blistered feet. But she's heard about the clinic, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to get the medical attention she desperately needs, having endured abdominal pain brought on by complications during pregnancy. This will be the very first time she sees a physician, Dr. Lawrence is an emergency room doctor from Dallas. He wants to check her heart and lung functions to assess her overall health. Now treating her for her pain, but uh, she's gonna need to go to the GYN for a continued workup. Dr. Fajardo from Columbia is a specialist at the clinic and was able to give her an ultrasound on site to aid in her diagnosis. It's the very first medical treatment of such she has ever received and she is most likely unaware of the important role it plays in her health care. Hearing the good news of Yeshua, the spiritual counseling she receives is perhaps the first time she is told that while she has been abandoned, she is not forgotten or alone, that God sees her plight and is reaching out to her even this very day through these volunteers acting as the hands and his feet of Yeshua. If you are moved by what you just saw, you can actually volunteer to come with us on one of our outreaches to Ethiopia, to Zimbabwe, to Manipur, India. We're talking about Jewish people in desperate need, and you can be used by God to help change their lives forever. So I want to encourage you to get more information. You can go to uh, uh, just type us an email. It's outreach at jvmi.org and we'll send you information. You don't have to be a healthcare professional, a doctor, 
a dentist. You just have to love the Lord and be willing to give a week of your life to serve Him, and you'll be blessing the Jewish people, and in return, you'll be blessed. Again, you can send us an email at outreach at jvmi.org. I hope to see you on one of our outreaches. Experience a land filled with rich history and culture as you walk where Yeshua walked and watch the Bible come to life. You'll visit Jerusalem and the site of the ancient temple, in addition to many more amazing sites. While in the Holy Land, Jonathan Burness will also give you the opportunity to rededicate your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee. And he'll lead you in biblical teachings at historic locations you've read about in the Bible. Visit our website, www.jewishvoice.org or call 800-299-YESHUA right now for more information and make plans to come with us to Israel. It's our way of saying thank you for standing with us as we reach the Jewish people and help them. There's a few gifts that we'd like to send you. First of all, this is a two DVD Messianic Passover Seder. On the first part, I take you through all of the elements of the traditional Seder meal and show you how Yeshua, Jesus, is the Passover lamb and in detail fulfills all of these different elements. And then on the second tape, we actually take you through a Seder meal in our studio with some of our staff and friends and we'll show you how to do a Seder meal in your own home, a messianic Seder meal that points to Yeshua, Jesus, as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. You will love this. It will enrich your faith. And we also include with that the Passover Haggadah, again, a Messianic Passover Haggadah that takes you through the Passover Seder meal, shows you how Jesus fulfills every aspect of this incredible celebration. You can invite people into your home and it's a really, really enriching experience. So we, we want to get that into your hands as well. And also a little booklet that I wrote called Pesach, which is the Hebrew for Passover, the Feast of Passover that explains in detail how the Passover was a type, a shadow of the uh, redemption that Jesus would bring as the Passover lamb who takes away the sins of the world. We also have a kit, a Passover kit. It's, an, it's a do-it-yourself, everything in the box, ready, to do a Passover Seder. It makes it so easy, and I really encourage you to get the kit and have a Passover Seder meal in your own home. And by the way, invite some of your Jewish friends and coworkers and neighbors. It's so enriching, and it's such a great opportunity to share your faith. I also want to send you our bi-monthly magazine called Jewish Voice Today. This is a very insightful publication that has articles about the Jewish roots of our faith, about what's happening with Israel, about God's plan for Israel in the last days and the restoration of the Jewish people and the nations. It's a great resource and I want to get it into your hands today. So please call or write and when you get these gifts, you're helping us to help some of the most impoverished Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook now. Check us out. You can go to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice and just like us and keep up to date on everything happening with Jewish Voice. It's a partnership and we want you to be partners with us in this exciting end time ministry. Well, we're out of time once again. It's been incredible to be here on location in Jerusalem. And until next time, I want to remind you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says they shall prosper that love thee. Again from Jerusalem, this is Jonathan Burnus saying shalom and God bless you.